Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee baby we got it Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I'm Naomi. We are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, in quarantine, quarantine, we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners. And this is your episode for the week. (laughs) Your episode This is your relief from, from the abject abyss. Andy, don't call it abject abyss. Welcome to 2021, <laughs> week two, baby. It's oh really, boy. it's so oh funny boy. to me how many people were like, goodbye, 2020, as though anything would change. Right. As if like <laughs> flipping, flipping the, uh, the page on your calendar <laughs> was going to make it all go away. Yeah. But instead of making it all go away, it, it invited more things in. Mm-hmm. It, Im- it invited more things in. I hope you are practicing self-care. I hope this pod is one of those yeah. self-care practices okay honey because it is for me when me and my lover can just sit side by side and talk into a microphone (laughs) i am reborn i am renewed (laughs) it is fun i know like (laughs) you know 
having like a specific time where you and I are going to goof around. Yeah. Is kind of joyful in this. Well, it's funny because I feel like because it is like up until we do, like literally when I know we're going to record or do anything, I just conserve my energy. I lay on the couch and I play boggle on my phone because I don't have a lot, Andy. You're not going to get a lot of goofs out of me. You know what I mean? A, a real <laughs> limited goofing window. And so I really kind of conserve it. Right. But when, <laughs> hey, when you're in a goofing mood, what a joy. What? Well, I promised there'd be some goofs. In, in the vows? Yeah. I There's going to be some goofs. There'll be some goofs. Not a lot. But a lot of spoofs. Not a lot of goofs, but some goofs. All right? What do you want out of me? What do you want out of me? This is going to be 24-7 goofs. There's not going to be hundreds and thousands of goofs, but there will be some, and those will be high-quality goofs. When I goof, it'll be worth the goofing. <laughs> Okay, when I goof, it's worth it. But I'm not just willy-nilly handing out free goofs. I'm really not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I am not in Costco, <laughs> Costco. With, a, with a plate full of free goofs for anyone that wants to walk past. Oh, my God. You get one sample a person. You get one sample a person. But, Andy, Andy, for you, for you, for you, many, many goofs. Just not for, just not, and forever. For the entire time we're together, but just not all the time. Just, I need some private time. I need some time There'll for myself. No, well, it's, it's less I have like, to watch Elementary and Recharge. I have to watch Elementary. I have to watch Lieutenant Joe Kenda. It has been brought to my <laughs> attention that he has a new show on like Discovery Plus, And I'm like, I got to get another streamer? I can't get another streaming channel. So I'm going to have to figure out where the Joe Kenda jam is. I just cannot get another streaming we pay, channel. Okay? We pay for two streaming channels. We get one from our parent, another one from our parents, from my parents. We get one, one from Andy's parents. We get one from my mom. <laughs> a friend of mine is signing us on to another. I'm not going to say which one because I don't want to get him in trouble. Right. But there's a, a fifth one that a friend has generously, generously offered to sign us on to. I, Th- and I will. But thank you, Adam. I will say that on the podcast. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> I will tell you which one, though, because I don't want their lawyers coming at us, Naomi. I briefly signed up for Shudder. Oh, wait. Can I also do it? I'm sorry. Did you guys know I also pay for Funimation? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm out wait, here I thought it was Crunchyroll. Animes. Is it Crunchyroll or Funimation? It's both. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. What's the price tag on that, Naomi? Andrew, it costs about the price of two cups of coffee from a small shop. <laughs> Not a like? chain. What are you, like, a commercial in the 80s for, yeah. uh, for supporting a child in Africa? Honey, they used to just be 10 cents a day. You can, you can help a kid for 10 no, no, cents now a, it's day a cup back of coffee. For the cost of a monthly subscription to Crunchyroll, you could support a child in Cote d'Ivoire right now. Andy loves name-checking Cote d'Ivoire, a place he's never been. I think he just likes the sound of the word. Oh, you have? The Ivory Coast? You have been to the Ivory I Coast. I fuck with the Ivory Coast, you've okay? Been, I'm sure you've been to Nigeria. You lived there with your grandmother for a while, correct? Yes, I have visited... I was a child. Uh-huh. I didn't really do anything We're dynamic Ghana? there. You've been to Ghana, I'm sure. Yeah, dude, I'll be putting out my whole passport. Okay? Yes, I'd be going places. But I, I'll bet, I'll bet $100,000. <laughs> You've never stepped one foot past past the border to Cote d'Ivoire. Stop saying Cote d'Ivoire. <laughs> I hate it. You guys, we have got to get to our episode. We have just lost the plot already. Andrew wasted. <laughs> 
You have very already... excited. I'm very excited for today's episode. We had such a we have such a good guest. You've already heard her dulcet tones. We are talking to her, a dear friend and hilarious comedian, Michelle Balloon. Y'all, Michelle is the jam and the jump off. You've heard her on Two Dope Queens, Comedy Bang Bang. She has two albums, one called You Can Be an Asshole, and the most recent one. Most recent. Permanent Hat. Okay? It's on a special thing, Records, because it is a special thing. You can buy it where you buy your albums. Okay? You can can listen on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Gorgeous. Buy it. You know what? Options. Look, I'm going to put this out there. Buy it. Buy it. You know what I buy it. What I did in 2020 now. Buy it. What I did last year. I vowed. I'm like, you know what? If there's a musician I like, I'm gonna buy their album on 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 Bandcamp. On Bandcamp, where most of the money goes straight to the artist. Most of it. We've got to be supporting artists. Okay, we have got to be supporting artists. Speaking of supporting artists, Andy and I do do a show on Twitch, um, (laughs) and we do sell T-shirts. But that's not really it. The point is Twitch. Just to let you guys know, because I wanted to tell you up top before I forgot. This Wednesday, the show will be at. 4 p.m. PST, not 2 p.m. is normal. I have a job and I cannot do 2 p.m. So we got to do a little later. So Naomi's doing a shift at Trader Joe's. I'm working a shift, honey. I'm trying to just get that discount. I'm trying to get that employee discount. So uh, 4 p.m. PST, Wednesday. 7 p.m. EST. So you can go to twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod and join us then a little bit later. Join the couples therapy quarantine crew. And if you do. We got special Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew t-shirts, as well as Jubu t-shirts. In two wonderful styles, okay? One of them, gorgeous white lettering. The other one's silver, okay? We're giving you blue and white, blue and silver. We're serving Hanukkah realness all year round. (laughs) All year round, baby. it doesn't have to be Hanukkah. Purim's coming up, Naomi. There's so many reasons to buy a Jubu again. Tubish Vat's coming up. Purim's coming up. Sukkot is coming up way closer than Hanukkah's coming up, Naomi. Just get the chosen person in your life a um, beautiful team and there are links to literally everything you get links to even the new youtube channel i set up with clips from the twitch show uh if you just go to either our twitter or our instagram and there's a little link tree i made in the bio for both of them he built he grew a link tree for you okay Andy used his bare hands yes yeah, speaking of tubishvat coming up which is if you don't know jewish arbor day is it really yeah that's so funny why is there a separate Arbor Day? What do you mean? Because we did it first. <laughs> we did it 5,000 years ago when we were wandering in Israel, wandering in Egypt, <laughs> in the desert, and saying there's not enough trees. Plant a couple. Plant a link tree. Let people know where you're selling T-shirts. <laughs> okay, Andy, I think it's time we get to the one, the only Michelle Balloon. Roll it. Right before we started... You texted us. Oh you my said God. you just got COVID results, and we are here to hear the answer, the result of your COVID test. I was terrified. Um, I am negative. Woo! Yeah, baby. Um, it is insane because, like, uh, like a Gen Xer that I am, uh, I don't need to be out indoor dining or partying. You know, <laughs> I've been inside. Um, we have the option to send our child to school. No, we're staying yeah. home. Alex yep. is working from home. Yeah. I'm waiting. Okay, yes. I'm waiting until everybody gets their shit together, and um, 
and that the spread has been going up here in Philly. I have not done anything except for doctor's visits. I got mm-hmm. my hair cut in August, which was a risk. I take walks mm-hmm. around the neighborhood, always mask. It was my birthday last weekend. I uh-huh. decided to treat myself to a weekend at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. Okay, I love it though. It should be and, clean. Is that the one so, near City Hall? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's like it's it's right. Um, it's overlooking the Parkway and like the the Art Museum. You can see to the left, mm-hmm. and you know Logan Square. It's great. And um, and then two days before that, I used to go to the spa in Center City like every month and a half. I <laughs> or even I like you know just get my waxings. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, I get mm-hmm. my waxings done. I yes. get a facial. I get a massage. I fucking, my eyebrows were like, <laughs> they were living their own life. My eyebrows <laughs> were so insane. I forgot how they looked. I forgot that a friend of a friend of mine had staged an intervention on my eyebrows when I was like 27. It was like, <laughs> did you know, did you know that you could clean those up? And I have got, had them nice since then. Yeah. And, and it was crazy. And finally, I just allowed myself to go in to the same nice spa that I would mm-hmm. go to. And she's like, I'm wearing a mask. I have a face shield. And I'm like, do they really contact trace at these places? Like, are they really going to call people and be like, do you, I, some States are different, but the CDC does not recommend it because I've been looking at their website. And, um, <laughs> and so I was just, I thought the only way I could have gotten it is from there. Four mm-hmm. seasons was great. I was masked the whole time. I did not indoor dine. I had them bring the food from their nice yes. restaurants to my room. Yes. Um, I was as careful as you can be. I walked around, if you know Philly, Center City, Rittenhouse Square um, mm-hmm. on the weekend. Um, everybody's out, outside. For some oh. reason, they're like, oh, we're outdoor brunching. Well, I guess we can shove the tables as close together as possible. Yes, yes, it's, yes. And I there's people, yeah, and there's a high percentage of mask wearing in Philadelphia, but guess what? It's supposed to be 95%. Take your 75, 60, and go home. Mm. You know? And... <laughs> So I was pissed, like, because I, I have seasonal allergies. I also have multiple sclerosis, which is, oh. does not make me more susceptible to, oh, okay. to um, getting coronavirus. It would, m- the drug I'm on would only make it so it would be hard, harder for me to make antibodies so I could get it again if I got it. But, okay. but it does suck for me to be sick because I generally feel yeah. sick. And, yeah. uh, and so my seasonal allergies came on, and I had just gone into the world, and I've been feeling bad. Like a normal, regular, oh, Michelle has a cold, whatever, she's still mm-hmm. going to come out kind of a thing. But, uh, yeah, and I, just, and, I, and I just was not feeling good. And I finally, um, it's not easy to get it. It's not L.A. It's not easy right. to get a test, a, a test here. But I happen to know, um, not my regular doctor, but another doctor, I have a cell phone number of a doctor that I've seen and she like hooked it up and I was able to do a drive through yes. yesterday. And she even texted me today and was like, I've checked. It's still not there yet. I don't oh, know. that's so nice. I love that you have an in with a doctor. <laughs> it, I wish. It was insane. And so anyhow, I literally just found out because I texted her back. I was like, if I fucking have coronavirus, I'm going to be so pissed <laughs> at the world for surging when we yeah. didn't even have to be here you know right so. right i think COVID test should be returned in like a like academy award uh envelope <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the results are yeah negative. you the are winner is moonlight not the, the <laughs> right. bearer of coronavirus <laughs> oh that's what negative should be law lo- or negative should be moonlight and positive should be la la land yes okay yeah. yes yes guess, yes that's how people what? would know I've never seen. Oh yeah, Lala. We're just talking about a reference. I know yes. that reference. <laughs> also, 
Also, never seen La- La- Love Moonlight, never seen La La Land, because every time I see a trailer and it's described to me, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to like this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're fine. You're not missing a thing. I'm sure people do like it, and that's totally okay. But I know that I <laughs> just doesn't seem like a movie. It was not, like, it was funny. I, the opening number, I was like, yes, I'm in it. Musical. Mm-hmm. And then it was all downhill from there. Like, I could yeah. never seen something start so strong and then be so bad. After that, it ends with her singing us improvised, improv like she's in an audition that she has to improvise. It's a movie, a, literally a major motion picture, brings her into audition, and the audition is tell us a story. Yeah, that's every audition I've ever been on, every commercial yeah. audition, every <laughs> film and or that's TV like an audition. A- yeah, that's like an actor doing open mics. You know, you're like, oh Jesus, tell us a story. I don't want to hear that person who has no idea where sentences end. Like, uh, exactly. I don't want to. Obviously, we won't tell who this person is, but there was a like well-known person at a show that <laughs> Naomi was on, uh, doing uh, stand-up or storytelling something for the remember. first time. Okay. And uh, everyone had like 10, 12 minutes and they just <gasps> didn't understand that there was a light, didn't understand like any of the mechanics yeah. and rambled uh. for close to 40 minutes. I mean, let me tell you this though. And this is how I knew we had a problem. She had, was it five single spaced pages? No. And I said, baby girl, that's not 10 minutes. Like I, I can just look at the paper and she goes, she was like, I have it here. And I said, oh, no. Ten minutes is a problem if she Ten minutes on space. stage is what? About maybe a page. It's single a, space, and it's half a, a page, probably. No, single space, I would say a page. Maybe, mm-hmm. no, a page and a half. But again, it's like, that's only if you say it exactly as written. And yeah, if pause. you have it memorized. Oh, yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. It was. No, that's. <laughs> you know, you mentioned the Moonlight La La Land. Like, that kind of is going to be, even though this is now airing at some later date, so everyone that's listening um, mm-hmm. that knows what's happened, mm-hmm. that's essentially what cause Trump's going to be like, I won! I won! You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I won! Mm-hmm. Everybody, I won! Yep. I won! I'm not saying Trump is, I'm not saying I know what I want. I know what should happen. Of I'm course. not saying what is going to happen because you right. have to live like the, sh- the shit's going to hit the fan and that's yes. it. And that's yes. just how people live all over the place and we'll do it. And there's <laughs> well, no gonna, crisis. I'm going to say this. This is a politics-free zone. Couples therapy. Oh, it is. is. A, is okay. a politics. Only for, only for sanity, not because only like, for yeah, sanity. Yeah, no, not this is a positive. This is an affirmation. It's not, it's just like. Yes. 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 We are yes. very politically active. I am in DSA. Oh, we this support. One, this one phone banks like his life depends on We support on it. No, it uh, many local candidates here. Yeah, but. No, yes, I know. But, uh, but yes, no, in the future. Politics, but yeah, yes. <laughs> in the future, but in the future you... we'll 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 do a roundtable. But yeah, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so whatever happens happens. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, for and, the listener, we I, are uh, we are taping this Sunday daylight savings day, so we're all like wrecked in terms of like <laughs> sleep. I mean, not that we haven't been wrecked in terms of sleep for weeks, but uh, <laughs> extra daylight savings sleep. Forty-eight hours till the day, and so, the election is this Tuesday. So if that so. gives you. Any kind of and, and Michelle didn't know of whether or not she had cocoa. Okay? That's right. Yeah. So, was no, where no, are we, mental? But like, wait, one hundred percent. It. I did not. What I had was I had. No God, please, I can't live. Put me in a coma. I wish it was a disease. I just want to go away now. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna take an Ambien every twelve hours for the next three days, dude. Um, Michelle, wait. I, there are three, maybe four things that we wanted to talk about. Okay, number, good. And you know, you stayed at my house and I wasn't here. So well, it's going to be about that. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. One of them is you are the reason we have Mabel. You're the reason we have I, our sweet dog. You're Mabel. the reason. It's you. Trail B. Um, because 
we came to your house after performing yeah. at Good Good in Philly. We came in like thieves in the night. Your husband, the calmest human I've ever met. I was way, almost unsettled. Beautiful house. Uh -huh. Thank the you. The most gorgeous home. The kind of house the most I want. Home. I well, mean, yeah, I said, and you know I the like, kind of house here. you could probably afford. <laughs> Weirdly, I'll move in, there. I love yeah. it. I said, oh, you guys, wood floors. It's yeah. like old original detail. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're living, loving, and what you have also is I two cats and a dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that's as you West know, West Philly. I lived in South Philly when I lived in, mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, we have backyards. We had a you concrete. A we had a concrete little yeah. yard. I could go out and grill my <laughs> veggie burgers with my friend Josh. It was no, a delight. no, no. We have to go back to how our lives changed that night. So. Because we were only yeah. in our house for maybe okay, 10 hours. <laughs> like, right? Like, I don't think it was even that long. But we walk in. Michelle's lovely husband. He, like, gets us settled. And then we go up to the room, our room we're staying in. Gorgeous. Wanted to move in. And then. <laughs> I, the let me just say, I just want to say one thing. The guest bedroom is gigantic and we could not, there was no other way with the setup of the house. So then I just decided to make it look like a hotel suite as, mu as much as I could, because it is, it is ridiculously big because there was just nothing else we could do with it. Oh, oh no. You made the most <laughs> perfect room. I'm surprised you don't have a cycle of comedians in your house like over the like, four did. times. Okay, yeah. 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 So yeah. you oh, take yeah. it over for like comedy condos. You're the comedy yeah. condo of Philadelphia. Yeah, except I get to, I it's comedy condo with a like sort of there's a tax on like how much do I like you? Right. <laughs> it's like it's like what Republicans want to do. Sorry, it's no politics free. Let's just say <laughs> There's a barrier. There's a poll tax yep. Um, yep. on on my house, and it's whether or not you're irritating to me, and if or not I have to be home. But <laughs> it just so happened I wished I could have been home when you were here. I just wasn't. I know we wish, but then the beautiful thing is your little your sweet dog like jumps on the bed, mm -hmm, and right. then the cat like I think comes in and maybe j joins him on the bed, him mm -hmm. or her. I don't know. Join them, and I was like, Andy, look, look, they're just getting along and they're friends and they're living so comfortably. And I remember when I had seen you at Michelle Buteau's house where she mm -hmm. famously did not trust me to hold her baby. <laughs> she was like, it was, it was so funny. We'll also always have that together, you and I. Uh, yeah, that was and, really funny. Then, she wanted to act like that wasn't it and just, yeah. but like, was it like, was, yeah. I was like, she's, well, just, she's, she's over no, that now. I'm no, assuming. no, no. Well, no, it was, it was just funny because I have never been a person someone wouldn't trust with a baby. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I've never, yeah. I was like, wow, this is like a new experience. You've got baby trusting energy. Exactly. I've got a full bosom and an open heart. 100%. Why, give me your baby. But I yeah. will say that once I knew she was nervous, it made me nervous. Like I wasn't nervous going in, but then the moment she was like, uh, I guess you can <laughs> hold the baby. I was like, ah, hot potato. <laughs> so Did you hold it like you were like a, a cell phone slipping through your hand? Oh, baby. That would have been the comedic move. I mean, just <laughs> almost drop the baby. Use the baby for prop yeah. comedy. But yeah. at, but when we were at Michelle's, you were telling me about how you got your dog from the Lang Foundation. Yes. And that they cat tested the dog. So I was like, okay. You know, I heard that before. And then we were at your house and I could see it in action. We saw mm -hmm. the dog and cat getting gorgeous. along. Living in harmony. Living Good in friends. harmony. So, yeah. Sorry, Ghostbusters, but dogs and cats can live together yeah, in harmony. Yeah, they totally did. They're not yeah. going to make, they're not going to inter, interbreed. Right. Mix. Right. <laughs> it's not that kind of house. But they were so, but it was so cute. And like literally. Our what, fear. Was that Ju June or July? We uh, were at Lang. We got Mabel end of August. Like it was that close. Yeah. Yes. That's a great place, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Our yeah. fear was that I had heard Dana Gould told a story on his podcast about like they got a dog from a shelter and it killed their cat. 
Yeah. And I was like, I can't deal. I can't deal mm-hmm. with that. These, well, of course. These, my, my, I've had a squee and Prembly for, well, now 13 years. But at the time, oh, it yeah, was Oh, yeah. My cats are 14. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm like, aged. I can't bring a predator into the house. No. <laughs> and so that's, that, that image, he like described it in gory detail, too, <laughs> by yeah. the way. Uh, and I'm like, that image stuck in my head. And I'm like, wait, wait. And Naomi has wanted a dog since we moved to LA. But then seeing yes. the your dog and your cat together, and then finding out that the Lang Foundation cat tests their dogs, yeah. brings There's... the dog into a room multiple times with a, multiple cats yes. to, to make sure that they're not aggressive, gave us the faith to get oh, Mabel. Oh, good. Yeah. That's great. And I, yeah. um, and the thing is, is my my dog is very sweet the very mm-hmm. sweet sweet dog the cats hate the dog really <laughs> so it's like a reverse the cats are like like they're they're like very so that my dog is actually very submissive to the cats like they'll sleep near each other and mm-hmm. stuff but my my dog is very sweet and i'm just like sometimes i look at my dog and i'm like why don't you just bite him like just <laughs> bite him like i literally am like just bite him like he's coming over and he's he's killed like the orange cat your mom and my cats are your mom and my mom oh really he'll just yes he'll just walk (laughs) over and just be like i'm grooming you dog and then we'll just bite the dog like bite trilby my dog yeah 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 and i'm just like you know you have big teeth and you're larger like just (laughs) bite it growl a little but he doesn't that's so funny because that's what we say the reverse of the cats like mabel though she doesn't want to bite, but Mabel is very bossy. And so, for mm. instance, when the cats, like, start to... Tussle. Tussle, but also scratch. If they start to kind of scratch a chair... Scratch or, their scratching post. Yeah. She literally, like, comes over and is like, stop making noise. Like, she oh, really is, like... She's a little helpful. bossy. Well, sometimes it's helpful, but then sometimes I have to say, Mabel, I'm on top of it. You're not yeah, in yeah. charge She's here. She's not... This <laughs> is not your job. It's not yeah, your yeah, job. Yeah. She does it when yeah. we hug. I don't mean anything like more than than like smooching and hugging but just like hugging she thinks we're being like attacking each other or something if she, we hug and laugh i know it's like the sound of like if i'm around you I'm like laughing mabel like comes in and is like no <laughs> what did she witness what murder did she witness huh. you know does mabel like pull pull her little sandal off and is just like shaking? <laughs> she has a rolling pin and she's yeah, wearing yeah. a bathrobe <laughs> she read a lot of anti-cap comics when she was mm. uh, a puppy um what was your other thing you wanted to ask Oh, I, yes. well, uh, uh, two. Th- okay, so the other thing I was thinking of when, uh, when, when, how long ago were you on with Martha? We nine years. On... Nine years in quarantine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was. I was twenty-two. And, uh... <laughs> it was. Um, you guys talked about your kind of uh, 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 drunken, last year. debaucherous um, youth, youth Texas together. Youth. Oh yeah, we were. We were big. <laughs> I can't even, I mean, I don't know if either of you were ever blackout drunks, but sometimes I think of it and I'm just like, how, like on earth did I just walk around and think I'm going to be blackout on these streets tonight? <laughs> right. Like it's just, I mean, yeah. and then I got to LA and people weren't getting, I still knew Austin people. So we mm-hmm. would get really drunk together, but I would come home to my uh, apartment in West Hall. I mean, not in Hollywood on Franklin and Sycamore. I lived there for most, uh-huh, of, the, yes. for like te- for most of the time I was in LA and this one of the people who lived in the apartment building with me she'd see me come in i mean and i was done i was gone yeah. and then would i guess help me in and then would the next day like would always like michelle i really think that you need to not 
you need yeah. to not drink so much. And I'm like, who are you? God, <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a great time. She's like, you were so drunk. I know. But I mean, I knew what I was doing. It's just I don't remember it. That's how blackouts work. You're in it. You're operating. And uh, But no, I was just a real. And then I moved to Vienna. I lived in Vienna. And Alex doesn't drink very much. So I lived in Vienna. He got, this was before we were married. He, although I, I made him kind of say, listen, we're going to eventually, not just, but just be together for a long time if I'm going to move to Vienna with you. And I was there for a year and a half with him. He doesn't drink very much, but I would just get, I would go to this cafe yeah. across the street and just fear for beer. It's 4, <laughs> 4, 4 p.m. time to drink. And I learned German when I was there and I just got <laughs> wasted with these. Wow. And now I've, slow, I've, I've taken it back a notch and I yeah, don't, yeah. he doesn't drink very much. And so I don't, but I still have it in me. You know? <laughs> Wait, so that's what I was going to ask was you guys were together then like when did you get together oh no 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 he was never with me the first time he ever saw me super super drunk and Tenny could be walking up like oh i'm gonna be listening to my mother's blackout stories <laughs> i think they're upstairs um we were no i had slowed it down a lot the first time he ever saw me that drunk was in vienna mm -hmm. and um i was out with some guys that um i had been in a been taking my German classes with and one of them was was a uh, Cypriot from that you know island oh, of Crete and yeah. one of them was um was uh um god I think it, it uh, British or an Italian mm -hmm. whatever a bunch of a bunch of dudes <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and we went together to this the the Cypriot's friend party or whatever and you know and I just got totally with these guys I mean we just got totally wasted and then we came home and um Alex the next day he's like and he goes, I found you on the chair. You were trying to go to the bathroom in the chair. Oh, and I was like, what? And I'm uh. like, what? And he goes, yeah, your pants were around your ankles and you like fell asleep there. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I wasn't trying to go to the bathroom. I was trying to take my pants off and I passed out. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> so duh. indignant, why Michelle. Would I, so why indignant. Would I, I know. Like, like, totally different worlds. Totally. But it was. Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, me, Chris Fairbanks, and um, yeah. Brendan Walsh, and uh, yeah. Jim Hamilton, and all sorts of of uh, rapscallions. And they still get pretty drunk in Austin, I just do have to say. <laughs> so it's still happening. I get dr pulled in sometimes when I when I go there, but it's it's not as fun. It's not very fun <laughs> anymore. Wait, what was what's it about Austin that's uh, such a uh, raucous? Because it's weird, quote-unquote. I was there... I was there for a festival once. <laughs> There's barbecue. Yeah, yeah, I mean Austin, and I, I went to college at, at University of Wisconsin in, in Madison. Both Madison oh, yeah. and Austin. Madison. I mean, they're just drunk towns. They're just mm -hmm. we're getting wasted, you know. Yeah, we're getting yeah, yeah, wasted. Yeah. Then we're gonna go out and have you know breakfast at th at three in the morning. Oh, and, I miss uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, the breakfast at three in the morning. Not the way, yeah. but like I miss being able to get food like like that. You know, LA. You yeah. know, LA is a sleepy town. It goes to bed pretty early as yes. a place. So mm -hmm. yes, yes. Um, but now here's a question though, because in the city, you know, your husband famously, I, I've been using famously lately, Michelle. Mm -hmm, yeah. He's famously, you know, like a low key, even keeled. Like he is, isn't he a doctor? Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a he's a PhD but, yeah. in, by, in evolutionary biology. I'm probably getting this wrong, but. He, um, <laughs> He he's a he's a um he's a genetics researcher My at God. the medical school at Penn. My God. My God. Okay. I hear he's the uh, the new Stephen Jay Gould. He's yes, a new Stephen new Jay Gould. Stephen Jay Gould. Yes. <laughs> and I'll like tell him you said that. Very like, you know, like a mellow guy kind of like and you know, you're at least your past, right? Like 
you're a, yeah. you're a gal about town. You're yeah, giving still, us energy. You're taking us on a trip. How did that love come to be? Yeah. You know, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, I think the MS has slowed me down. So it's like, sort of like, you know, at least it's like, I'm almost, you know, a little bit like he can kind of keep up a little bit. Um, but he, um, oh God, my mic is slipping. I like him not even, okay. I thought this is the thing. I met him online in okay. 2007. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, uh, I just was for me, like, it's like the for me like it was like the, the it wasn't working for me dating people like like in the in, on the scene and mm -hmm. so i just thought when i met him i just thought it was great that he was like a scientist and was interested in all of these things but he also was very interested in like what i did and so there's no like sort of competition for like being the center of attention <laughs> and also like he um there's no sort of you know he's a homebody a mm -hmm. homebody you know um yeah so in ways it's like yeah it's not it's not like sort of this sort of like oh god here's my drinking crazy night buddy right. but it's it's the opposite of that which is like kind of what i wanted to have more as like a mainstay so, okay so yeah so i think that it's just worked out but yeah it's for the most part like he just lets me do whatever i want like i could <laughs> hang out i could do whatever like he's not a gel i'm more jealous than he is and he doesn't do anything you know I'm like, <laughs> why why is that person emailing you you know just kidding, but are you getting jealous of other scientists? Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, I slept in a bed with that guy last night. You know, I fucking hate him. But, you know, like we only had a boy. Whatever. That didn't happen. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I'm just making an example of something that, <laughs> that he that wouldn't bother him. But but no, it's great. He's uh, yeah, he's yeah. just uh, he's a super smart, funny guy. Our like total like thinking aligns, mm -hmm. you know, on most things and other things we can discuss. And, uh, and he'll see my side of things. <laughs> and you're right in the end. That's yeah. gorgeous. Name all of those things. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I always ask this just because to me, I'm always like comedians who have kids, <laughs> like mm -hmm. the decision to have kids. I'm always like asking people about kids where I'm like, you did it. Well, we're fascinated yeah. by it. Exactly. I'm fascinated. We, we don't have that drive in either of us. Well, I always want, I was, I always wanted a kid so okay. like that was something i knew about myself and honestly when when i moved to vienna with alex i said okay just so you know like at the time i was like you know 33 or something and i just said if we're gonna get engaged and we're gonna get married i just want you to know that i'm not a person who if, if we're already gonna do those things i know that i want a kid and i would rather just have one <laughs> you know, I would rather have one like front load yeah. the marriage with the child. <laughs> and, um, and so, and, and so that was kind of what it was going in. And, um, and, uh, you know, I had, I, I really had stopped and started my comedy career, not really stopped, but, mm -hmm. um, when I went to Vienna, you know, yeah. um, already. And the part of me like regrets certain things you know like oh why like i remember when i was going to move to vienna i was at bridgetown comedy festival and natasha legero was like i just i was talking to her and i said something about like oh, i'm gonna go to vienna what why are you <laughs> you're giving up comedy i'm like well, i'm not giving up i just it's a new experience i just i'm gonna go there for a little while what you know <laughs> and uh, so i don't so it was a it was a it was a nice move and so the same thing with having a kid i just you know and it, it was nice like we're 
you know, it's not, it's not like it was, a, it was a completely a joint venture with mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. with the exception of the breastfeeding part, but, uh, <laughs> and, um, but no, it was, uh, it was great, but I just had one, you know, I, yeah. if I was younger, if I wasn't a comedian who wanted to leave, if we could ever leave again, when we could leave, right. Um, I, it would be more difficult. I, I like to travel with yeah. Tenny. Like yeah. We travel. Tenny is an amazing traveler. He's been able to pack their own suitcase since they were like three. I love and, that. Um, Ugh, a child I used to take like, places. Yes. And I, and I was even when we, when I used to fly with Tenny on the plane, even when they were really, really little, I used to make them say this like thing. I would be like, no kicking, no, scre- no, yeah, no kicking <laughs> yes. the seat, no yes. screaming. Um, no crying, you know, and yes. I was like, and I just said, I no. So. Yes, you okay? You win. You win, motherhood. Yeah. We all no. need to be telling these children, no kick it. Hold on, let's no. open the, the envelope. The envelope says moonlight. Yeah, motherhood. <laughs> moonlight for motherhood. Yes, but no, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, it just, it, it, it just is what you make of it, and um, you know, it, it, what's going to be weird now? I think is I used to travel so much, and now Tenny has had me home since February. Right, right. right. And is it? <laughs> so. I mean. Wait, because how old are they? Like eleven ish, twelve ish? Um, n- not quite eight. Oh, oh. <laughs> but still. See, I know nothing about kids. Yeah, whatever. I feel like twenty three. No, because I think it's like when I saw a picture, they were like on a skateboard and yeah. was, like looking really cool. <laughs> That's and a twelve year old like, thing, no. a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah. They, yeah they, they 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 definitely put on some airs, you know, uh, <laughs> for for an eight year old. Yeah, um, like a cool But no, they're girl. they're very sort of yeah, they're they're uh precocious, you know, yeah. in in the best of ways. And uh, but that comes from like me like being kind of, you know, it's like when you have like Tenny will like write like when they read certain books, I'll have them write a book report and then I'll be like, "Let's talk about paragraphs." Like I'm very much <laughs> like Let's okay. So this is how it works. Okay, wow. so really, I understand you don't know about commas yet, but when you're starting something with a win, then like you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, gosh! So they they're they're constantly like overusing vocabulary that's not oh. quite there yet, and uh-huh. uh, and and uh, yeah. <laughs> but and and do, doing cool things like skateboarding. Skateboarding. Wait, can I go back to Vienna for a second? Yeah. That I how how long were you guys dating before? That, that was the part where it was, I had never even lived with anybody before. Um, we were dating, when we moved to, Vivi, to Vienna, we had been dating um, two years. So okay. when he, when I knew he was going, we had been mm-hmm. only dating just over a year. And oh. I just said, I'm not interested in a long distance relationship. And, uh, and then he just kind of kept asking. And I just <laughs> finally said, well, you understand. Because at the time, I was a web developer. I mean, I supported myself. I like made a mm-hmm. nice living and was doing stand-up. So I was very busy. And I just mm-hmm. said, well, if we move to Vienna, I, I, I have to quit my job. And I'm, I still have bills I have to pay. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I'm not going to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're moving to Vienna and where I can't work. And he, yeah. goes, I'll, he goes, and he, like, that's fine. I said, but I need you to sign something that says that's fine. <laughs> Really? And, uh, yeah, I made him like sign. It was like on a napkin, like at a bar. <laughs> and I was just like, I I watched Judge Judy too much. I was just like, listen, I need this signed and dated, very clear. And um, I paid off all my credit cards before I left. That was my contribution. And uh-huh. uh, and then my friend Jim Hamilton, who's a very funny comedian who doesn't really do comedy that much anymore. He, um, we went to college together and he just kind of follows me around the country wherever I move. <laughs> but he, um, I asked him or forcefully suggested that he <laughs> leave his apartment 
and move into mine uh-huh. where I let him sublet it for the same price that he was paying. And then I paid the overage. Mm-hmm. And um, and then so I could just leave my cats and my stuff there. Uh-huh. Because I just felt weird about moving to a different country with yeah. the man. Of course. Or the person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you need to have a backup. You need to have I a did. escape. Yeah, escape route. I what hear I'm, you. Also, was that tough leaving your cats? Because I get paranoid leaving them for the weekend. It, I, it wasn't. I, 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 I mean, I, I, I leave my child all the time. So like, I was just like, but Jim was living with me at the time that I got them. Like Jim and the many times he's couch surfed. He was actually um, like when I got them from Lang, you know, mm-hmm. like he was living on my, he was sleeping on my couch at the time. So I was totally comfortable with him living there with the cats. And um, yeah, so it was, uh, you know, I, I just, I had to do it. So. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, I was yeah, not yeah. going to make a decision. I mean, for me, I was not going to make a decision based on on my on my pet. Well, okay, uh. Andrew. You know, you should hear Michelle as she says this <laughs> and think about how I'm trying. You I'm, can incorporate some of that into your own life. I'm trying to be better. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's really I mean, tough. Yeah, I mean, sometimes like you know, they get mad when you return, but they adjust. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're it's fine just, when it, you're gone, but you come home and then it's like this like serious like tone in their <laughs> their meow. <laughs> um so you know as you said it's like two years in and then you suddenly moved to vienna together and i'm assuming that was for you know genetics he was yes. like working was that right? like a postdoc or something um yeah i think yeah it was a postdoc yeah it was a postdoc yeah that was his last postdoc i think um i could yell right now whatever he was at a few places like he was at um yeah usc um and then ucla after vienna and um but yeah, it was at the Gregor Mendel Institute the, outside of Vienna. Um, okay. So he's so the point is he's busy, right? Yeah, like he's like doing he's there. Yeah, and you're there it to was like insane. experience Vienna. Like it was so weird. Day? I don't know. Like I just was. I can't believe I did it. I yeah. Just I decided to take German classes. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was me and a bunch of expats, but none of them were English speaking, right? So I was in oh. a class with all sorts of people from all sorts of places. Mm-hmm and um and learning german and i would go to this cafe across the street from us every day mm-hmm. and they were not big on small talk and so i'd just <laughs> show up with my laptop uh-huh. you know and um and i'd use their internet and i'd watch <laughs> judge judy and um <laughs> and uh and i'd sit there but then i was taking german classes so i'd keep showing up and then i started learning german and i started mm-hmm. picking it up as i was there and then they started being way more friendly to me because they realized I wasn't just sort of like I was trying to mm-hmm. like sort of like just actually not like not just sort of like the, the 90 day fiance like I'm not <laughs> learning anything about your culture I am not I'm not going to even pronounce a word that we use also in American English correctly um but uh and so and I I thought that was really fun and I would make like language dates with like old men like you know what I mean and I would like talk to like the owner's children I I was just like and um and so that was really great I joined the women's group like these old ladies and I'd go on tours with them and go have coffee what are you saying tours this sounds like heaven to me you and old ladies went on tours of what Naomi you would have loved it it's just some old fancy lady with a bunch of other like wives I guess like walking around like they're all like in heels on cobblestone I'm like who in the hell and um and it was it was nuts and then I would go on trips by myself 
um, I had some friends who lived in France and Germany, um, and um, and it was really cheap to fly when mm-hmm. you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I would just go. Um, we would do trips together too. We would mm-hmm. do um, uh, train trips, and and we flew some pl- places when he could. But yeah, and I would just. There were times when I was depressed because mm-hmm. it was very lonely, yeah. you know. And um, but I had to go back. I never got a residence permit when I was there. Alex okay. is always a very like, oh, you're going to get a residence permit. He never actually figured out how you would do it. He just thought <laughs> I'd show up and they'd be like, here you go. <laughs> and uh, you're not married, but we trust you. And um, <laughs> and so I had to go back every three months. So oh. you could only stay for 90 for 90 days out of yeah. every six months. And so right. I'd count to the day and yeah. um, and I'd have to fly back and forth. And I'd stay at my, you know, apartment in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'd stay with my parents. I'd go to New York. I would just mm-hmm. kind of go all over the place. But, um, but no, it was a great experience. I loved learning a language and living there. And, mm-hmm. um, and it was just, I miss it, but I was ready to leave when I did because I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't yeah. working. I wasn't doing stand up because I was nervous about it. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, but it was a good experience. Yeah. And then I said, Zare Goot. <laughs> that's you sorry yeah. that's that yeah was... <laughs> very good <laughs> thank you for the <laughs> polite laugh honey we're seven months into quarantine i no longer polite laugh dude if he says it and i don't know i let it hang in the <laughs> air i let it hang michelle do you, uh, i am worse i mean if if i am told a joke or in, a, in the presence of a joke that's not funny but it's <laughs> meant to be a joke i'll say why would you say that in front of me you know that i <laughs> Okay, Michelle, I'm getting this thread. I'm getting the sense that you're like secretly a really like harsh critic. I do it to Tenny. I do it to Tenny. Yes, because you'll be like, Tenny, paragraphs, please. And Tenny's like, I'm four. And, you know, (laughs) in like this sense, and like you being like, was this a joke? Also, you know, very self-sufficient or the extent to which, you know, you said to your husband before he was your husband, like, okay, if I'm going to Vienna, we doing this. Okay. So you need to get on board with the situation. (laughs) You know, Uh, it's interesting because you're very warm and even when you say it it sounds nice hmm. but it's really you saying (laughs) i just don't want to get caught in something i just don't want to get caught in something and then the other part is yeah i try not to be such such a hard ass i mean try but i um uh with with tenny like tenny's very funny but like because they're funny i kind of um will uh will like be like well that's that's they'll say like was that is what I said funny and I'll just say it's uh um what you said is really obvious and when you want to tell a joke <laughs> it has to be kind of a surprise you know so, I know it's terrible <laughs> so then Tenny will be the greatest stand-up uh, of their generation I hope mom, not right <laughs> mom I wrote a joke about you doing a uh, stand-up in Germany in, uh, in Austria uh, in Austria yeah oh no nope not good I'm sorry. I, pol- I polite laughed at Andy's, but uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. All right, Michelle, we're going to take a quick break now that I feel like we have connected to your essence. And yes. now we will answer some listener relationship questions. Oh, good. All right, you guys, we'll be right back with Michelle Balloon to help you handle your scandal. They're good. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Dear listeners, 
Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. 
And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes gotta miss a bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back with Michelle Balloon, ready to answer your cues. We have established, okay? <laughs> Michelle is married. Michelle is tough. Michelle don't take your shit. But, Michelle be up in Vienna but living the warm. life. Warm but tough. Warm but tough. Can I just warm. say that Alex and I were talking about you guys. I said, because we don't have this a sad, we don't have a ton of friends here. It's weird not being in a show businessy type place, you know? Mm-hmm. But we were like, if we lived in L.A., we would totally be friends with Naomi and Andy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because Andy and Alex were talking a little bit about, like, academia and, you yeah, know, science yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, good, 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 Andy. Yeah. Get into it. You know, I don't know any other words. I don't know uh, what y'all mean. Have fun Cytosine. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so polite. He'll be like, okay, so good job, so Andy. He was really like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh even keeled when people are like really chill though i get nervous like i notice when i'm around people who are just like very kind of like sure you project uh, because i do this too we project our insecurities onto them like because i like say everything i'm feeling you know yeah and like when i meet someone who's just like "Uh uh-huh like it's like it's like i don't need to do much we don't need to like do all and i'm like do you hate me do you hate me we just talked to tig and steph and because they're both very calm we immediately project our insecurities right on awkward i mean like i loved it but it's literally just like do you like us are you happy (laughs) imagine i need i know it seemed okay for the last three years i've known you but i really have needed to ask you this question do you like me exactly yeah no i'm the same way yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's like the uh, people who are calm are a movie screen that we project the void inside us onto. The void inside. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the thing is that's so funny, though, because, you know, especially you, but I find like I am attracted. Like, I do like calm people because I am, like, mm-hmm. all over the place. Yes. And so it's just very funny because you seemed like a calm person when I met you, in because <laughs> you were so kind of like. <laughs> exactly. He fucking played me. Uh-huh. And then once I got in his brain, I was like, oh, shit, you just like me. Yes. <laughs> Alex goes like zero to 60. Like, I'm really good, like, with customer service issues and making it not seem like a thing, knowing mm-hmm. when you just need to sort of, like, talk about something. And then maybe you'll get something nice in return. Maybe mm-hmm. you won't. And But when something bad happens, I'm also really good with that. Like, just sort of just saying, okay, we've kind of had to wait for a long time and you said this you know or something yeah, yeah alex like one time we we went to hawaii a couple of years ago and we had to wait for like a rental car shuttle and it was ridiculous it was like <laughs> an hour or something and there was tons of families and they had said mm-hmm. every 15 minutes we're coming around and all these people were getting mad yeah and i was tired it's fucking hot and they came around and alex the, in the, the full shuttle and Alex like opened like when they opened up the door yeah. to say no nobody can get on this bus sorry wait longer Alex was just like fuck you like he just starts <laughs> yelling and I'm like oh, fuck. what <gasps> like you're not gonna get anything free if you do that <laughs> I cannot <laughs> imagine it the yelling it was no it was just like oh Jesus <laughs> and then, then I took care of it at the enterprise place all these other people that had the same thing happen to them I'm like yeah you're gonna be dicks about this yeah. <laughs> so 
<laughs> don't be a dick and then work exactly work, ma- work magic but yeah exactly can i ask a quick question before we get to the uh, yes. advice questions that uh the the three months thing is that where 90 day fiance comes from yes okay great <laughs> oh is it is it the same i don't know i you, i'm gonna agree with you but the, yeah. the three months is a schengen treaty i don't know i think that's maybe like just a standard among but the, there's a schengen treaty you can only be in the UK doesn't count, and I don't know what the fuck's going to happen now. It's Brexit, and it's like so, there's another country that doesn't count. But you can only be in certain countries mm-hmm. um, in Europe for 90 days out of every six months. Yes, yes. And uh, and that's it. That's why it's like they have the 90 days to get to know each other, or that person has to go back. Uh, um, yeah, so that's why. I've watched all of it. I've watched all of it. It was We watched, Andy watched one with me, and he was just like, I'm too depressed. I like <laughs> watching it. I will tell you this, though. I wish that show was half an hour shorter each episode. Every yeah. episode is two hours. We don't need all that. No, I forward. I forward over people I don't like, conversations <laughs> I don't want to hear. Um, yeah, it's, That's you good. know, yeah, to you're set right. up. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, we don't need all this. But it's like some of these people are wild. Okay, Andy, give us the first question or else I'm going to get into 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. All right. We get <laughs> DMs on Instagram, on Twitter. We get Gmails. Of course, what we love most are the voicemails, and you can call 323-524-7839 and leave an advice voicemail of your own. In quarantine, we're answering any kind of question, not just relationship questions. And of course, this first one is a voicemail, and here we go. Hello, my name is Jana. I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. First, I just want to say I love this podcast so much. Um, I've been listening since it started as a podcast. And back then, I was living in Australia. Shout out to Naomi, because I know you lived there too for a bit. Um, I lived there for five years, and I got really homesick. Um, And this show just really helped me um, to feel, you know, a little closer to America and the good parts of America that I appreciate and I like. Um, So thank you. For that. Um, oh, I also got to see you guys last year uh, at um, the Virgil when we were coming back from Australia. We did a road trip through the West Coast and we stopped and saw one of your shows and it was amazing. So love you guys so much. Um, um, so my question is kind of random. It's about a cat. So basically, my husband and I moved uh, back to New York last year and we got this awesome apartment. Um, in, in a beautiful area. We love it so much. Um, it was newly renovated. It was just, it was just like one of those deals that you're like, I can't believe I found this deal in New York, uh, newly renovated, not too expensive, just awesome. Um, and, but the thing was our landlord said no pets. Um, and we agreed to it because we just wanted to be in this apartment so bad, but I knew deep down in my heart that I wanted a pet because I'm 32, my husband's 33. You know, we're kind of in that nesting phase of, you know, wanting to have wanting to have a little something to take care of um, and love and not a kid. You know what I'm saying? Not a kid. So no, no, no um, judgment on anyone who has kids, but it's just not for us. Not right now, at least. Um, so anyway, we said okay. We thought fine. We'll be. We'll deal with it. Um, but then quarantine hit, and we just, you know, we're home all the time, and 
that my best friend was fostering cats, kittens, and she just found this like adorable gray kitten that she thought would be perfect for us. And one thing led to another, and now we have a cat. <laughs> um, and uh, no regrets at all because he's amazing, and his name is Artemis, and he's gray, and we call him Artie, and he's so sweet, and he has made our lives a million times better. So no regrets at all. But what do we do? Do we tell our landlord, come clean and beg for mercy and hope for the best and hope that he doesn't evict us or like can evict us right now because of quarantine? Or do we just not tell him and just hope he never finds out and just, you know, just hope that, uh, that all works out. Um, I will say he's like an older fellow. He doesn't usually come by that often. Um, so I've seen him in the building a couple times, but he's never actually been inside our apartment. Uh, he, since we've lived here, we've lived here for 10 months. We have like a year left on the lease or a little longer than a year. It's a two year lease. Um, so yeah, I don't know what to do because I do love this apartment. So I'm afraid either solution is going to jeopardize, jeopardize our living situation. I don't know. Um, what to do? Please help. Please help. <laughs> well, John is going through it. I also really, again, this is what I like about a voicemail. I really sense who this person is. Oh, yeah. That, that voicemail gave me so much personality. Really let me know what she's about. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you've had, as you said, you've had your cats for 14 years. Yeah. And you've lived so many places. I know they haven't gone everywhere with you, but. You well, know, you know, I here's the thing. When I moved to I had a I got a cat when I was um uh like 11 or something. I I moved to Austin, to college Austin, LA with a cat. And so oh. until she was like 17 and finally <laughs> passed away. And um it'll it's it'll be okay. Yeah, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Um, no, I can't. And uh but it was I moved into the apartment with her and the landlord was kind of a weirdo. He did know that I had a cat, but he uh-huh. basically was like, you are not supposed to have a cat. So, because he didn't own it. So it was never on the lease. Well, then what happened was at years later, he got fired cause he was a real creep and <laughs> they were, this was in 2009 when 10, when they were trying to, when every, I was paying like 1100 for a humongous one bedroom. Yeah. They were trying to get more money, you know, for yeah. apartments yeah, and yeah. anything they could do to get people out. And they basically, everyone had pets in that building <laughs> and was not supposed to. And they found out, or they knew I had cats or a cat. I'm sorry. I had a cat. No, at, at that time my cat had died. I had two cats. Yeah. So yeah. I, I had gotten a cat. I had a cat when I moved in, that cat died. And I told the, the owners I'm getting two kitties you know? <laughs> and they used that to kick me out of the apartment and I had to leave in a month. So oh. this is my thing. You already have it. Don't yeah. say shit. And so mm-hmm. that's what I think. I mean, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with it. Make sure that you take care of the cat. It doesn't stink, you know. Like exactly. The, the, it can't pee on you know, the floor. Like cat litter. Yeah. Like right. That's right. it. Be a good person. But at this point, you did it, you know. But don't put the landlord or your manager in the position. I don't right. even know if he's the owner, you know, right? Right, so, right, right. Of even yeah, knowing. I think wait, wait, wait. Quick question. How was that due to creep? <laughs> oh, yeah. He how was used to, he used to um, do like a, a, a video, like, like a photography in his um, apartment, like, but like very sort of like uh, 
lurid. I mean, I don't oh. know. People can take pictures with their clothes off if they want, but this dude was creepy. And so he'd like sort of <laughs> he was like, bring women in and then like, uh, do you want to take like your shirt off and like do, a, he never asked me, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but that is, was something I was totally cool with. Um, but he had asked other people that were in the building, you yeah. know, and he just yeah. was a, just a kind of a, a creepy, you know, Hollywood dude, like ponytail, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was right mm-hmm. there off of Hollywood Boulevard. Like Terry, what's that guy's name? Terry something that real creep photographer, fashion photographer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that, but like worse looking. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. good Lord. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Honey. I just wanted to find out why this dude was a creep. Go. Well, no, no. I think I, I agree. I mean, I'm always every. I'm like, don't say anything. Yeah. I think, that, right? You say like, don't let the cats be on the floor. Keep their nails. You know, I think the one thing um, landlords don't like, like if you have wood floors, they're always like the animal's gonna scratch the floors, which yeah. I don't know has never happened to us really. Yeah. Cats, but that's, like, animals don't walk around with their claws sticking all the way out. I know, and just like no. slowly, just I don't know <laughs> what they think, just dragging themselves across wood. But um, the only thing is now. <laughs> Luckily, you're in a pandemic. He's not going to just be stopping by. No. Yeah. The thing is, though, when life goes back to normal, you got to make sure he can't just kind of walk into your apartment for any reason, which sometimes sometimes at least yeah. says they can. Like if they say like, oh, the person above you has a leak. I got to come in your apartment. You got to make sure that cat's in a closet or something. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't just do that. Like when you're at work. But again, you don't he have to worry about that for that. a while. The landlord would tell me that he'd go, they have to come in. The owner can't know you have cats. So you have oh to like give your cat, like you'd like be like, bring your cat over to your friend's house so they can go into your apartment. It's I did that. So this is really, this yeah. is actually a pretty stressful situation. Yeah. So like when I lived in <laughs> after college in Pittsburgh, uh, I moved in with some uh, friend of mine in Squirrel Hill. Now you want to know, talk about like how much things cost mm. Pittsburgh. At least this is like in the early two thousands, a house in like one of the nicest areas, 700 and I think $25, $715 oh for an entire house to yeah. rent uh, me, me and one other person. Oh my God. It was. And then one night I was at my friend John's house who lived like a couple blocks away and my roommate and I were walking home and a cat starts following us and it's the friendliest cat in the world. <laughs> now on our lease. So this is very cheap, like right. This, this house, and, but on our lease is no pets and the cat follows us home. And like, it's just breaking my heart. I can't just like let yeah. it like, it's like so cute friendly. It's like purring. It's like scratching up against us. So I'm like, all right, we'll just take it in for the night. Yeah. And then that becomes professor whiskers that like, <laughs> and I had to spend. So I lived in, I lived there for you another paid for his education. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Set it to school. Got to keep him around. <laughs> I'm paying off his loan still. Yeah. So I, uh, for the next year and a half, I hid professor whiskers existence from Mike. Uh, I speaking of creep landlords, this guy was a real creep, like serial, like old school, like 70s serial killer, like tinted glasses in my mind. Just like real, like low (laughs) affect. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just remember. And I remember having like how stressful it was having a hot. I mean, I'm agreeing with you guys. But I'm saying that it's a very stressful thing, so you have to have a plan. Like, because something would go wrong in the house, and he'd have to come in. Right. It, like, I, I, and, and there were just other times where he would just like, because we were paying so little, I felt like I, like if he came to like look at something in the house, mm-hmm. like a hot water heater or whatever, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have to let him in, and then I would have to like, you know, do the sweep of the house and make sure there are no cat toys, no cat litter, nothing. Yeah. And that was all hidden. Sometimes I would have to take it to my friend Luke's house, mm-hmm. and then 
Professor Whiskers would have to stay there while uh, Creep Mike would. <laughs> my uh, landlord was Mike also. Oh, my gosh. Are they the same person? Yeah. He's creep- Mike just making his way across the country. Yeah, just is. being a creepy landlord all over the U.S. I'm but, sorry that you were so stressed about that. But, I mean, I can see <laughs> that, though, because like, it is stressful. And I remember, like, for instance, when we moved to this new place, like, when we moved to L.A., our first apartment, you know, we had the cats, but then we wanted to get a dog. And this is the, the, the earlier apartment where we we're like, oh, do we do it? Do we not? And we were just going to foster. So it was not yeah. like to trick them. But I was like, let's just say because because it was a foster. I was like, I don't want to have a conversation with them because I may not even keep this dog. Yeah. But then they like they were, you know, a family. They lived like three doors down. Like we saw them all the time. If they saw me walking a dog. There was going to be no way around it. So also, it like, there were like weekly problems in our apartment that yeah, they had to come fix. The apartment was like yeah. trash. So we, so it was like, so we just kind of said, I was like, hey, can we foster a dog? We need to know. And even when we, and you know, in all these places too, they want to know your landlord's info to make sure you can have an animal and stuff. Oh so, yeah. You're right. Lang Foundation. That oh my they, God. That was, I yeah. didn't want to have to, cause they were going to make, we had to pay another $500 deposit. And I just wish I was like, I already have these animals. Mabel's not like going to do anything else. But Lang want to get all up in your business. They got to call yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. And no, I was like, serious. oh, fine. I'll ask them first. <laughs> but it's true. Like, again, we're like the long way saying like, you already have this cat. You need to not say a damn word. Yeah. And if you and you just need to know, like, y'all got to make it clear. Like, you know, he cannot just come in. And if you have a problem in the house, you better clear everything out and then let him come over. That's the only thing you have to be vigilant about. So that's and like and now that you've told your story, Andy, even though I do feel this way where I'm just like, I'm not saying anything. (laughs) If this is a person who is overcome with anxiety about it, then I then I have to then I'm saying then if that is all they can think about, then I'm not because it's pandemic times. Mm -hmm. Right. And and rents are going down in New York even right now, you know, just maybe just tell them if you want, I, it's not what I would do, you know, thinking like they're not going to kick you out, but then make them sign something saying they won't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but a napkin, a napkin. A napkin. <laughs> you know, or a nap. Get drunk yeah. with them. Get blackout drunk. <laughs> Six By feet away, face shields, face masks. By the way, I a hundred percent agree with you. The cat's more important, but like as someone who like, is like a rule follower. You're a real yes. rule follower. I'm a real yeah. rule follower. It really makes me anxious to not follow rules. See, I didn't like, especially with, again, it's different. The building we're in now, if Lang hadn't required it, I wouldn't have, because we have like a management company. So for yeah. if something's That's wrong. That's what mine was, yeah. There's no person who's like around, like literally like if something's wrong, they just like bring whatever that professional is to fix it. Yes. So mm-hmm. there's nobody who knows what's up. So part of me is like, I'm just going to bring a dog in the house. Yes, unless the yeah. wasp guy is talking to the termite guy. No one knows mm-hmm. what's up. No one knows what's <laughs> going on. Ugh, all the creatures in every Los Angeles home. All right, let's do one more this comes to us from Gmail from Lauren. Lauren Gmail. Lauren Gmail. <laughs> the end of October, she said, use her name. Ooh. And I asked, do you want to be Say anonymous? my name. Say my name. Okay, hello, Lauren. hello, Naomi and Andy. I am a longtime listener and fan of the show. I have a question that is about a previous relationship that I am still dealing with Uh-oh. because we have a child together. Whew. I'll give a bit of backstory just for reference with our situation. Love a backstory, honey. You mm-hmm. should see this paragraph, I need all Michelle. the backstory. All of it. <laughs> About three years ago, my ex and I were living together and had been dating for about five years. Okay. I later found out that towards the end of our relationship that he had been in two relationships at the same time for quite some time. <laughs> about a year or so. Two other relationships in addition to that relationship? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
What? That what needs to be disclosed. <laughs> no, it's happening. It needs to be past three month period that Good you feel God. that you've been exclusive. Uh, by the way, this this is uh, now in uh, all capitals. So many red flags <laughs> throughout our relationship that I chose to ignore, and now they all seem clear as day. Lack of boundaries with coworkers, inappropriate texting to old flings, and Ooh. not putting these chicks in check when he was in. <laughs> A relationship. He obviously liked the attention. Yep. Related mm-hmm. to lack of boundaries, the person that he was seeing towards the end of our relationship was, of course, a co-worker. Oh, good God. He would lie and say that he was working when he wasn't. He was a server. That he was with friends or was too drunk to drive home and stayed at her house. And when I was out of town, she stayed in our house. Absolutely not. I What? Is this him. like a Lifetime movie? Like, this is... <laughs> I told you this yeah. is a long paragraph. This is my favorite. When someone gives you a long paragraph, you're like, juicy, juicy, juicy. Oh, my God. He had told most people in his life that we were basically roommates. Oh, my God. Oh God. And we were just living together, and he was waiting for the best time to break up with me. I hate him so much. All this I, came to... Oh, sorry. Go on, Michelle. He, he <laughs> did, I'm just saying he didn't need to do that. I don't understand why someone would think that they needed to do that. And why... if. If I was friends with a guy and and I and they've told me shit like this, mm-hmm. I have never said, "Oh yeah," but you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I'm just like, no, like fucking then break up with her. Exactly. I don't want to hear her name again. Right? You know <laughs> why? Are you lying to me or lying? To, like it just drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's come it's on. sick. All this came to a head when I found out that I was pregnant. Oof. Kind of awkward when your roommate in quotes. Ends up pregnant, but I digress. <laughs> Soon after we went, we went to Big Bear, and he sort of proposed, oh, and then cool. within a month left our house to have quote some time to think. Oh unquote. my god, this person! Uh, when his brother and sister-in-law told me what was really going on, oh. uh, that's when he was in Big Bear. Okay, uh, I asked him to come home and talk. Or no, sorry, that's when he was off on his own. Uh, I asked him to come home and talk and asked if he had anything he wanted to say. And he just said, quote, I guess I'm done. I wish I was a police officer. I wish I could do citizen's arrests. Yeah. I just (laughs) hate selfish people who won't use their words. And, and, And she she's she has that baby. Thank you know what you. I mean? Like it, it's just no. I, I I'm Thank not saying you. they should be together. I'm right. just saying that for him to be like, oh, this is what's helping me make my decision is this. Now that you're forced into me forever, and I can just pop pop away now. You know, yeah. right? Right. Well, this is in the past. So he's at that time. They're now they're exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I just meant that, like, because they they were she knew that she was having the baby, mm, and right, they were right. tied. Yes. In that, and he was like, I'm just, okay, I, I don't even want to have done. to deal with this part where I have to pretend this is going to work. I'm going to leave now. Mm-hmm. And she can't leave, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I, mean, I really, yeah. I wish him the worst. Yeah. Certain family members and friends of his later told me how I, I was the problem in our relationship. Jeez. And, quote, should have seen this coming. Oh, God, Lauren. Fast forward. I have since gotten married to my amazing husband. Thank God. And we are expecting around the end of November. You deserve the world, Lauren. Yes. 
Now, the ex is still with, engaged to, and pregnant with the person that he left us for. None of that bothers me because him cheating and leaving was the greatest blessing I could have received. Bye. (laughs) What bothers me is that he's a constant pain in my ass with our son. Mm -hmm. Our son has special needs and he is continuously saying that he'll, quote, grow out of it. (gasps) He has had all of the medical information for our son for over five months and blames me for his lack of involvement with our son's therapy sessions. (laughs) Our primary therapist has been waiting for over two months for him to respond and hasn't heard a peep. He claims that I am trying to take away his visitation time with Uh. our son when he chose a new occupation that limits his time. Other than dealing with an obvious sociopath, what would you two recommend I do to remain sane until the year 2036 when our son is 18? (laughs) I love you both and I'm sorry this was long, but I would love your insight. Oh my God, Lauren, you're dealing with it. Yeah, Lauren needs just some support and some sort of validation on probably what she wants to do and for someone to say it's okay you don't need to care about his feelings (laughs) i know it's i mean it's like well because and that's why like whenever someone says like a story like i'm very vocal about like being incensed because to me i'm like no everything you're right to be mad this person is crazy yes Yes. someone who doesn't know either of you i would tell you this shit is cray on its face I, I okay. feel like she needs to let a like once again get the bar napkin out. Like she needs to let the judge. She I, I would like not want nothing to do with it. Like I would just yeah. say at this point, it's like you like have somebody else deal with it. You know, put well, it on paper when that kid is 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 whatever age that kid can be to sort of then you know set themselves up to be you know disappointed or mm-hmm. to have a good relationship with their with their father up until at that point, I think to save herself and probably save the kid, I'm assuming this kid probably doesn't feel too great about the relationship either. Or, you know, right. Cause the kid also must be so small still, right. The kids too. The time. Oh, two now. Okay. Because oh, here's, the other, yeah. here's the other thing too. I would say like, you know, I know about like family court stuff through my mom and, you know, she definitely says she's like, what, you know, she's a lawyer. There. She's a lawyer in the family court. So where she's very much like, she's like, she's like, don't, She's like, really try to handle stuff yourself if you can handle it, because once you get in the system, it is like there's kind of no coming out and it gets very Mm. complicated. Um, But at the same time, when it's something like where she's saying the physical, the therapist, I don't know, physical or whatever, but the therapist saying wait two months for the husband to I mean, the dad to respond. I mean, that's grounds for you're not helping me take care of our child, in which case the thing is she needs to have it set up where he can't he she has to be the one to make the decisions. So she, he yeah. can still visit and see his kid, but there's got to be, as you said, someone's got to say legally, like, you don't get to make the calls because nobody can wait two months on your ass yeah, to decide. Yeah, and just say, like, I have all the decision-making capabilities. This yeah. is when you're allowed to see yeah. our, our child. If you don't, if you can't do it, then you miss it, you know, kind exactly. of thing. I mean, I, think, I am yeah. not a judge or a lawyer. <laughs> I, <know>. I just... <laughs> I just, let me just establish this. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, I was a drunk. I still drink. <laughs> Try not too much. And, uh, but, uh, but no, I, um, I, I feel really bad for her because also it's just so bad, you know, for the kid, you know, right. um, it's, uh, this new guy sounds great and it's too bad that it's not one of those things where, I mean, I don't want to put anything on anybody, but where, that guy can step in, you know what I mean? And be, yeah. and be that guy and sort of maybe the dad wants to be let off the hook. I don't know. You know, I don't really know that whole situation, but it's, 
Well, he's a sociopath. The the, yeah. old, the baby daddy is a sociopath. Mm-hmm. And it obviously seems like it's about power, right? This person yes. where it's like, you know, and again, people do this. They will use their kids as bargaining chips when it's like, you don't even want to be a dad. You just yeah. want to sink your claws into the situation. Yeah, you want to keep ruining me like yes. you did from the moment yeah, we met. Exactly. And you love me in some weird way, and um, but you want, yeah, it's... I, so I know I totally trust your mother and, <laughs> and I, and so, but maybe this is one of those situations where it is, where it's like, it's like when you get a car accident with someone and then mm-hmm. they're like, can we just not do without insurance? And you oh, realize you're like, that guy's kind of a punk. May, I think I don't want to have to talk to this person again on the phone. Right. I'm let's just call our insurance companies right. and have them talk. Like maybe that's just one of these situations where it's just yeah. like no, I it's lawyer to lawyer. Maybe it doesn't have to go to the court because the well, lawyer should just yes. talk. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Like I'm just saying, like you know, it's not like you shouldn't. It's just more like I think when you get into issues of custody, you know, it's it can always be very tricky because and also like is she in California? She said Big Bear, so I'm like you know, obviously New York and California have different kind of ways of dealing with that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And in general, almost all courts will side with the mother if the mother is like taking care of the kid, of course. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's, I don't think something's gonna happen to her. Like you know, she'll she'll have her child. It's a question of like, will they really yeah. like cede his rights? Because he's because I think it's like I hate some of the questions. Like you don't want to be here. Why are you yeah. being a bitch? Like yeah, exactly. just being difficult to be difficult. Have and that's you, the problem. Have you both ever re- like? To me, this is like a, a television s- sociopath. Like the, the that whole story the, was like, yeah, it was very well, much like. Let me pitch this script to you. <laughs> <laughs> but like the baby daddy, like that seems like what, what a sociopath that I like I've seen on TV. Like anytime mm-hmm. I get a whiff of someone being a sociopath in real life, I just like stay as far away from them. So I'm yeah. kind of curious. Have you guys ever met Michelle and Naomi? Have you guys ever met like a real, real sociopath? And like, how do you actually deal with? Because like, you know, the the problem is if you don't want to go to the courts, how are you? Wh- are there like psychological ways, <laughs> games, like play? Is there are there ways to manipulate? Like, can you like? Is there some way to like be like no, or just like say like you don't have the power to determine this, and so like do you just have to stand firm with that? Like, does that stop psychopaths? You know, I don't know. I mean, I it's know. such a weird thing. Like, I, I, like, I had have had a weird relationship with my stepfather, and he is now eighty. And I think he just, it just had to get to a point where he he lost the power because he got too old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine having a, a kid with some. As long as yeah. he could yell at me and kick kick me out of the house, like he was like, all right. You know what I mean? Right. And um, <laughs> so I don't understand. I, I think that is such a. a like it's such a hard situation to be stuck in. The only thing I'm going to say, because you said the kid was two right now, especially it probably two years old is an age where it's not quite, if he's not a kid person and had, doesn't have that connection. Maybe he hasn't in a few years, he will have made a connection with this child. That's different than what it is now where you're much more like having to take care of this kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, which I'm sure the sociopathic tendencies will still be there, but at the very least, just knowing that he at least has a vested interest in a human being mm-hmm. um, might make the situation different. But before that, it's so toxic on everybody yeah. and the yeah. relationship, because clearly she doesn't, she wants him to have like a relationship with the right. kid, you know, right. but she doesn't want it to be the way he wants it to be. 
So hopefully that writes itself because I don't know how you could, um, you know, it's, it's difficult to sort of say you're deleted, you know, right. kind of a thing. Right. <laughs> Unfathered. <laughs> yeah. um, you're canceled. You as a dad canceled. are canceled. Locked. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay. Two things I will say though. Lauren, as you deal with him, if you haven't already, do everything in writing. Yeah. Not only because if you do have to end up going to the courts, you're going to have a list of all this shit. Screenshots. like when the doctor says... He ha- I haven't heard from him in two weeks. Get that shit on paper, girl. Yeah. And then also, because if he is a triggering person, it might be easier to engage with him via- in writing versus like phone calls and him showing up at the house. Like it's harder to kind of push it off. Oh, boundaries. Is there any way to draw like really strict boundaries? Yeah. Again, maybe, but again, it, when it is his child, right? You, it, I mean, Michelle's right. It's like you can't actually push this person away. So you have to engage to some extent. So it's really hard to have the firmer boundaries. Which is why, again, the conversations need to be kind of in writing whenever possible. You can submit text messages, but you want to see if you can get some email going. And then the other thing is, you were talking about like write, the situation writing itself, Michelle. She also mentioned that his new lady is pregnant. They're engaged. I wonder if he will leave Lauren alone once that new baby comes. Yeah. Because that girl is going to be like, sit your ass in the house. I need your help. Or and he'll I wonder, leave that new lady. Well, that too. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. How many other people is he seeing at the moment? <laughs> right. But I'm saying, like, either way, I think when there's another baby on the scene, yes. who knows if he'll still have the bandwidth to root, try to fuck with Lauren's life. You see what I'm saying? I fucking hate... I, I really... I really... When someone else says fuck, I have to say fuck immediately. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I it really... It really bothers me when people don't take the responsibility for their children, you know, as if it's their, as if it's not their own. Like the parent who says, oh, so-and-so, my husband, whatever their fake name is, he's babysitting (laughs) our fake baby's name tonight. You know, I'm like, no, it's his kid. You're going out. The guy's at home. (laughs) So is the baby. Right. That's it. You know, yeah. there's no babysitting involved. So <laughs> she shouldn't have to, like, this should not have to be how it is. And I understand yeah. that that's probably the frustration. I hope she's seeing a, seeing a therapist and is able, you know, to sort of talk to the therapist weekly about the boundary setting. Mm-hmm. So she's not taking it places. So the way that she can control, you know, because all she can, you can do is control what you do, you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so she can kind of... Um, even no matter if she's right or whatever, but that she can keep things in a, in a healthy, you know, boundary. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for you, Lauren, but I, I, I'm sure you have a great kid. I know. And I'm also very, I'm glad you found new love and that you are feeling like, you know, it all, you know, I just, I just hate when people do shady shit and like, I don't know, a couple of things bother me the most, which is the thing that I'm also really stuck in my craw that because like I, other, when she says, uh, other friends and family said that it was my fault. Like, that's the kind of shit to make yeah. me mad. It's like, no. what the fuck you doing weighing in here making it my fault that he got with two other people while yeah. we were together? No, it's not like he's 22, like, oh, God, they've been doing this for 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, no, like, this is an adult situation. Yeah. You know, he's the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a Keith Raniere type. <laughs> Very next. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand uh-huh. these freaks and their charisma. <laughs> like, I see someone, like, I see people... I meet people out here in Hollywood with real charisma, and they don't look like Keith Raniere. <laughs> oh, are we talking about Keith Raniere now? <laughs> now it, we're, no, 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 I'm just saying, we don't Keith have to talk. Raniere. I'm just saying that. Did we switch it to the vow? <laughs> the worst. Okay, I watched it for 10 minutes, and I. And I the and most I was boring, like, 
documentary most- about a sex cult ever. Boring. And also, like, I um, I texted um, my friend Amy Miller. You probably know. Oh, yes. Because she was like, you have to watch this. And I was like, I hate everybody in it. Like, it's <laughs> like, I hate, I don't want to hear them talk about it. Like, yeah. the person I like the best with Catherine Oxenberg, you know, <laughs> and that weird detective that made the blog. I was like, can't the yeah. whole show just be them solving <laughs> crimes? Like, cult crimes? And no, it was hard to watch. I haven't even watched the last episode because I watch it on, I fast forward, but I would watch it on 20 times if I could, you know, yeah. like 20X. 20X. Like yeah, when you're on a podcast, it's 2X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do 20X and be like, but like, I don't get that guy's charisma. I don't get like, I know. I don't get a creep charisma. Oh, you mean you don't get, you don't get volleyball charisma? Andy. I get like, you meet like a really good-looking actor like just being around like a good-looking yeah. actor you're or like, like someone you with an accent no. you know give me what, a british yeah. accent i get it when but you Ranieri. get when you when when scientology seems like a better uh proposition <laughs> than your cult then you've got something like no i don't get like oh i might run into john travolta like no i might run into this extra from the show i don't right. watch like uh, exactly. but, no offense i'm sorry you guys were in a cult and branded um <laughs> But uh, um, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, I, but there's it's, nothing about it. He yeah. is so, I don't like people that are like, let me tell you what I know. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? And aren't interested really in, in sort of like, you know, the context and everything that everybody's <laughs> bringing. And he's yeah. just, oh, I've got this big IQ. Look at me play the piano. You seem like you're fucking shit at everything. <laughs> it's like, so like, especially cause to me, it's, it's interesting when these people, because I feel the same way about LRH, L. Ron Hubbard. It's another one where I'm like, you busted, you're boring. These mm-hmm. people oh, are yeah. not even like when they talk, they're not even dynamic. They're not even giving me like Southern preacher energy. You're not mm-hmm. like taking the stage. I feel like I could be a fun cult leader, but I don't yes. want the responsibility. No, because it's all about rules, right? It's like, okay, I'm trying to say something that's not going to get me in trouble. But like, it's people that go to like comedy classes or improv school. <laughs> but like, it's like where people like are like, um, I need you to tell me exactly what to do and how to operate. And people like that shit. So yeah. people like to say, and that's what that whole thing was. And that's what bothered me about the show is even though it ended up, oh my God, we're in a cult. They were still talking about all the things that they learned as mm-hmm. if, well, it was really good. I really did like this, this cult <laughs> lesson they taught me. That was really good. But what he was doing after volleyball, like that was too much, you know? <laughs> well, and also they never talked enough about about like again they're using the footage the problem is that guy mark has first of all why are you who keeps somebody in a cult that's filming every conversation and everything everybody hold doing? on hold Dude. on let me fi- let me fix the microphones i gotta put i got a lavalier this and i've got three cameras we're gonna do a real big shoot of every single thing that happens in this cult and keith ranieri's like yeah that sounds good exactly it's like what are you doing but it's like they have his footage so they have to keep him in there but you know what they never talked about they didn't talk enough about the fucking pyramid scheme and how they yes. got money for bringing people in. And it was like, that's a major part, sir. Like, that is kind of what it all hinges on. Yeah. It's like, you guys all seem to have, like, money and homes. For people who haven't had jobs, you say, right, for the whole time you were in that cult, you're really doing great. Yeah. Oh, by it's the like- way, uh, for listeners, if you can get three people to buy a couples therapy t-shirt... <laughs> You will get a special sticker 
of me and Naomi. No, I but told for, you. I'm first, st- you have to buy 500 t-shirts. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. You have to buy 500 t-shirts and then get yeah. three other people to buy t-shirts straight from us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Soon yeah, you'll yeah. sell all your t-shirts and then you'll make something right. from everybody And also, else's. if you don't sell your t-shirts, you know, what is it about you that's making that not happen? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about and your let's, I need you to pay $1,000 to listen to my Zoom uh, <laughs> for an hour on, uh, on how you can be more compelling as a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just uh, the new Patreon level is one thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, just, just go for it. Why not? Swing for the fences. I Did say we, I feel that we left Lauren behind. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lauren left behind. <laughs> Lauren, don't join a cult, no matter how you feel. Don't yes. join a cult. You are now with a new man. I want you to get everything in writing and you do whatever you have to to protect your son or daughter. Yeah. Is it, we don't know yet. I don't know. Your child. Do whatever yeah. you have to do to protect your, your child, child, honey. And just, you know, you are not crazy. You uh-uh. need to practice self-care and limit your interaction with this cray, crazy mm-hmm. man. And you just put your family first, honey. You know yeah. we're here for you. You know I want to I want to yes. follow up. I want to know everything. Or frame them. Frame the guy. Andrew, you can't keep Cohen poisoning really? and framing people. <laughs> no, I'm saying really Cohen brothers this out. <laughs> oh. Frame him so that he I goes like to it. jail and then has to like you don't have to worry about him anymore. That's true. You really get your parental rights taken away once you're in jail. That's uh-huh. that's true. Uh, look, <laughs> end the carceral state. I'm saying that. Right, 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 but right, right. Until but. the carceral state ends, right. I say frame a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm into that. I mean, I, I'm always like, defund the police, but until you defund them, I got some bitches on a list. You know yeah, exactly. what I mean? Let's, we need, no, first, first I need you to tell me when that's going to happen. Because right. before, <laughs> before, I got a van <laughs> and a list. A van and a list. Oh. Uh, Michelle, what a delight. Thank you so much for I just want to you us. to know that Tenny just, um, they're on their iPad upstairs. They just um, messaged me, Mommy, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, you, okay um it's well tenny is eight i think i think they're old enough to learn about a podcast i think oh, you know, no, they know they know but we actually did a podcast like because i was would have recorded various podcasts and so when they were really little i'd say okay let's we'll do a podcast and i just recorded like okay talk about pokemon for a few <laughs> minutes or whatever you know really? and they were like three or four. Oh my god um, i love it andy yeah. i think we should have a kid maybe for some fun content mm-hmm. if our kid was cool i don't think Ooh. our kid would be cool like tenny but I think yeah, our kid yeah. would be like fun, no, but not cool. No, no, your kid will be cool in the way like it's all you have to do is just treat that kid like a person and <laughs> give that kid context and direction. And okay, you, okay. you will have a cool kid for all sure. All right, all right. For sure. a, a cool kid, definitely, definitely really blind. Bad eyes between the two of us. Bad eyes. Oh talks about God. the X-Men too much. <laughs> a lot of crying at the, <laughs> at the smallest slight, but, but okay. sweet, but sweet. Yes. Uh. All the bad traits from both of you. Like, <laughs> it's true. Uh, um, thanks again, Michelle. We love it. I will see you great. all next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.